now, here's your host of Sound Off, Brad Bennett. So, so Kenny, when is it this uh, potential snow is supposed to move into the area? Next Tuesday night, Wednesday, that kind of thing? Yeah, next uh, week, midweek, uh, they're saying uh, Tuesday night into Wednesday. And, Brad, I was looking at some of the weather data. Right now, the National Weather Service in Duluth is saying, officially, we have a trace of snow. But th- there's no snow on the ground. <laughs> I mean, there no. just isn't. And when no. they say a trace, I know that some areas where there's some shade and stuff, but there, but there's no snow. And uh, it was back in 2002, so 22 years ago, there was no snow. We also had a zero snow depth on February 23rd. However, really? back, in two, back in 2002... <laughs> On February 23rd, there was uh, they measured zero snow depth, but later that, I'm sorry, the following month, March, Duluth got 30 inches of snow. Oh, jeez. April saw another foot of snow, and even in May of 2022, we saw an inch and a half of snow. So 42 inches of snow fell after February 23rd back in 2020, I'm sorry, 2002, and we can even look to... Uh, other years, but I saw that and I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. So, there's a lot of winter weather available yet, Brad. Now you're not hoping for that, are you? I, I mean... kind of am. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm still a snowmobiler at heart, even though I don't own a snowmobile, and I don't know what kind of snowmobiling snowmobilers can salvage, if any, yeah. this year. But I just I like snow. I like shoveling. I like did playing you, with a dog in the ever, snow. Did you ever own a snowmobile? I sure did. I yeah. sure did. What did you have? Okay, you this have? is great because back in 1993, I was living in Eau Claire, and I had a pretty good job, Brad. I was making good money at the time. My father-in-law at the time, who was an avid snowmobiler, buy a snowmobile. So I did. I went to the Polaris dealer in Eau Claire, and I bought a brand okay. new. It was the 94 model Polaris. It was a 440 air-cooled. And I'll, I'll never forget. They said, well, we'll set it up for you, and you can come and get it. They call me. Your sled's ready. You can come and get it. I get there. I just bought a brand-new truck. And he, get, I said, uh, geez, I got another problem, though. I don't have anything to carry it on. He goes, well, we'll sell you a trailer. So now I got a brand-new trailer, a brand-new sled, and that started my snowmobiling days. And I did it for uh, not long, a couple, two, three years. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I had a blast. Well, I I bought one when they first became popular, and I don't even remember when it was, early 80s, I think, something like that, maybe even before that. But I'll show you how long ago mine was. I had a moto ski. Nice. Orange. I remember it was orange. But uh, I had a little problem with it. No, it was before the Scorpion, I think. Okay. It was just called a moto ski. Orange and maybe some white on it. All right. But I got it up up along the boulevard, up in that open area below the skyline, but in the kind of an open area. And I was chasing a fox. There was a fox just kind of loping along in front of me. So I kept going after the fox, seeing where it went. <laughs> and I got down in a ravine, Uh-oh. and the damn thing quit on me. <laughs> Oh boy! And I couldn't, and I could not get it started. And it was dark. Oh. It was, and I had to, I had to walk about a quarter of a mile to get over to. Uh, and it's still there uh, today, huh? No, no. Oh. We we find my brother and I went and got it, but there was an electrical problem. I had to take it back to the manufacturer, back to the dealer. There was something wrong with oh, the electrical geez. yoke that something shorted out. So you had a long walk uh, from that ravine, huh? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Long walk from the ravine. Say, I was looking at the story that I was talking to you about when I went on break about the guy that's eating raw chicken. Yeah. This is a strange deal. This guy, hey, Brad, I think th- you need to throw is... a disclaimer in here. Kids, don't do this at yes, home. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what or I was going to do. P- please, people, don't try to copy this guy. Because I'll tell you what, here's the deal. This guy is doing it as a way to draw attention to himself. He has 400,000 Instagram followers. And he, he's doing it on a video. And what he does is he uh, he sits outdoors. He's sitting at an outdoor table, dipping slabs of chicken breast, raw chicken breast, in ranch dressing. And oh, then, that's not... No, 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 no. That's a phony <laughs> way to do it. Eat it just raw and plain, you loser. Well, yeah, you would think so. Ah. And, he, and so he says it's raw meat experiment video are going viral in the Instagram, he refers to himself as future as a future Nobel Prize winner and invites people to follow him to see what happens next. But he, he does say that he buys the chicken. He says, John said he tries to add a disclaimer about the risk of copying his behavior, also accompanying his food with raw eggs, which he sometimes chugs with martini, from a martini glass. But he admits that he gets the chicken from a uh, from a, um, a homegrown chicken. He says, I, "He said I get the chicken raw. I eat raw chicken every day until I'm until I get a stomachache. I'm getting the chicken from a farm half an hour away. They don't use antibiotics, chlorine, or injections. They live out in the sun, eating natural diet. But still, I mean." As Kenny said, don't do, don't try this at home, because man, you can get uh, very very Salmonella. sick from eating raw meat. Yeah, no, exactly. he's a fool, but you know he's trying to get some uh, uh, some, some likes exposure. on his Facebook page or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, Instagram. Who wastes their time watching this stuff? Well, I guess people have nothing, nothing better to do. Who All knows? Right. Hey, speaking of uh, nothing better to do. Remember yesterday we had uh, Natalie Zelesnikar. I think she's done a fantastic job her first day, her first year in in, uh, in her seat. Uh, you know, if you don't know who Natalie Zelesnikar is, go on her website and check her out. She has spent 20 or 30 years managing uh, senior care centers and things like that, doing, doing fantastic work. And she beat out... Uh, Mary Murphy, one of the longest-serving Democratic uh, lawmakers, uh, by just a slim 33 votes a couple of years ago. Here's the deal. Here's why I'm bringing this up. Democrats don't like to lose seats, especially to Republicans. You know, uh, we've we've had our friend uh, Pete Stauber, retired police officer, won that seat uh, that Democrats had held for a long, long time, and he's had it now, I think, three terms. Uh, but every time he comes up for re-election, the Democrats run out and try to get the best candidate they can find. And they fund them right to the rafters with money and with programs trying to get the seat back. Well, the same thing is happening happening to Natalie Zelesnikar. Do you know who Mark Munger is? Uh, refresh our memories. Well, Mark Munger is a retired judge 
I believe he's also the brother of Willard Munger. Well, you've had some uh, goings with uh, Willard, haven't you? Yes, yes, I have. I, did you go I a few rounds with him? Or? I went a couple of rounds All with right. him. Right. Uh, no, I ran against him yeah. when he was uh, yeah. in the legislature. Now, I didn't win. But an interesting thing happened during that period of time. Um, I ran against him, and uh, I was the first few precincts that came in, I was leading. And then the electronic system went down. <laughs> I'm not trying to say there was any shenanigans here. I'm not pulling a Donald Trump on you or anything. But when it came back up, when the counting system came back up, I was behind. <laughs> and I got more votes than anybody else that ever ran against Willard, but I did not beat him. Well, Mark Munger, a retired judge, has announced Tuesday that he intends to run uh, for the seat that's currently held by Natalie Zalesnikar in District 3B. He's uh, 69, retired, and he says, you know, me and my wife like to travel, and we've enjoyed a lot of different things. I love to hunt and fish, but I just look at the state and the world, and I think it's something that offer the folks in northern Minnesota. I'm sure the Democratic Party came to him and said, hey, you know, now that you're retired, why don't you run and get that seat back? So Natalie is going to have a, a pretty competitive race this time. And if you uh, if you like the job that Natalie has done, uh, help her out. Send her a donation. Uh, work with her. Campaign with her. Do whatever it takes. Help her out. You know, you got the caucuses coming up this coming Tuesday. Oh, by the way, speaking of that. Now, we had Tom Sullivan on the air with us. Was it yesterday, Kenny, or the day before? Yeah, a couple Maybe days yesterday. ago. A couple days ago. No, yeah, no, a couple days. Yeah. Not sure exactly when it was. But Tuesday. anyway, Tom Sullivan, who is the deputy chair of the uh, 8th District, uh, came on. And we've invited him back for Tuesday, which is the day of the caucuses, uh, just to kind of remind people that the caucuses are going on that night. So, um, For the record, you know, Brad? You want to... Yes. Uh, Mark Munger, and I want to thank Nick for this. Nick just sent me a text. Mark Munger is the son of Harry Munger, Willard's nephew. Oh, okay. So he's not his brother. He's Mark is the son of Harry, but... and uh, Willard, okay. and Mark is Willard's nephew. So Harry, Harry must be Willard's brother. I would think so. And then, now, Willard had a son, well, has a son, who took over the uh, Munger Inn out in West Duluth from yeah. him when he left. So anyway, uh, say, we have on the phone with us right now, you you, re, you may remember that we have had uh, some interest in, in gun legislation. Let's go in order. On Let's here. go in order, Brad. Oh, that's right. We I'm looking here. We've got a couple of callers. So let's go first to the first caller, which is Tom from Port Wing. Tom? Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Brad. Uh, I wanted to say something about these uh, Democrat socialists. And uh, I'll start out with, you know, this, they, that's what they want to refer to themselves as. I think they should, uh, you know, stick with that label. You were talking about Minnesota's lunch program, whether they're giving lunch to all the kids, uh, whether they uh, are financially in need or not. You know, that's, that's creeping socialism. We have Biden giving away uh, another billion-plus uh, forgiveness on student loans. 
you know, I, I, I don't agree with that either. That's more creepy no. socialism. They took out the loan, they should pay it. You know, here in Wisconsin, we had, uh, uh, you know, Tony Baloney comes out with his program because we haven't had a lot of snow here in northwestern Wisconsin. He's got to rush in with all kinds of uh, relief, uh, socialist relief, to all these businesses, you know. And, again, it's more creeping socialism. And I'll give you a perfect example of people who, who've had socialism uh, right up to their eyebrows and look how well it's worked for them. Go to Europe. Go to some of these socialist countries and then ask them, uh, why don't you pay your, your NATO bill? And they'll tell you, yeah. well, uh, because we're used to everybody, anybody else or somebody else paying our, our bills. We don't pay them ourselves, you know. Uh, no. it, that's what happens when you end up with enough creeping socialism. And I'll give you one quick example. A place where I used to live uh, not too long ago had a snowmobile shop. And the old man turned it over to the kids, and the kids ran it, and they went full bore, outfits, helmets, snowmobiles, servicing them, and then it didn't snow. And guess what happened? They went out of business. Now, when Pa was running the snowmobile shop, you know what he did when it didn't snow, Fred? He went out and logged for a living because he was smart enough to understand nobody else is going to rescue you but yourself. But that was back in the day when people took care of themselves and they wore more, more than one hat. You know, businesses uh, here in northern Wisconsin, and I know of one that's uh, going to receive some of this money that was going out of business, and now they're going to stay open long enough to spend the taxpayers' money. You know, this is what happens. People become lazy and shiftless from this creeping socialism. Uh, do we really want that? Do we really want, you know, parents, okay, so you don't make a lot of money. Pack your kid a uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. They're not going to drop over dead. You know? Exactly. You know, I mean... About business, I'm I'm embarrassed that you know businesses. We have businesses up here now in northern Wisconsin that a little bump in the road. Oh, we don't have no snow, or, or, or they're so helpless they they sit on the street corner with a tin can. Oh, Governor Evers, oh help us! Really? This thing, Tom. This thing with Minnesota just blew me away. You know, when I was a parent, even when I was a divorced parent and had my kids part-time, I always was able to buy a box of cereal and some milk so that they could have breakfast before they went to school. If you're a parent and you can't even afford to have cereal and milk for your kids to go to school, uh, you got real problems. You got bigger problems than schools feeding them at, at school. Um, I, I, socialism is exactly what it is. We want to take over parenting from right at the beginning of life all the way through they graduate from college. Anyway, we got to we got to move along. Alan uh, is going to hold. So we're going to go to Chris Lowe. No, not Chris Lohmeyer. Chris Dahlberg, who is in the studio with us. Chris, are you on your way to lunch again at Pizza Luce? I am, and I'm on my way to lunch with Michelle. She's in the studio right now. Really? Hi, Michelle. Hi, Brad. How are you doing? Just doing fantastic. And she is glad uh, to see. 
Glad to see you guys were out for Valentine's Day. That made my heart feel good. And, and actually, she's into the office today working on a project, and that's going to be uh, disclosed more fully down the road. But I'll tell her, tell you, she's the one that puts together these things, you know, when you go to Home Depot or whatever, and you put together cabinets and everything. Yeah. She, she's the specialist. So she's going back to the office. I'm going to give her, you know, I'm such a great guy. I'm going to buy her lunch. And she's going to put together. She's going to put together a three-drawer filing cabinet for me. Oh my God! <laughs> but she she can do it. She puts it together. She you, do you read the instructions occasionally? Always. Always, she said. <laughs> but yeah, always got to have the instructions. But I have another. I, I have another great announcement for all the listeners for Dahlberg Law Office for the estate planning. Y'all ready? I'm so ready. It's that time of year. So for every new client that comes into our law office for estate planning they get to pick again what do you think they get to pick brad oh, that time of year you know well let's see what did teddy uh, say pancakes oh he's close to pancakes oh there it's, we go it's, it's no it's, it's actually that will come later but today and coming up it's cookies girl scout cookies and i oh. think i have 20 or 30 boxes in the law office so you come on in for your first estate planning uh, meeting, you know, get that going, and you get to pick a, a Girl Scout box of cookies. What could it be? It could be Thin Mints, You know, that's Caramel a Delights. pretty good deal. <laughs> that's a pretty good deal right now. Do you see the prices have gone up on Girl Scout cookies? So Isn't, isn't that crazy? That's, it's that's five, a good deal. It's $5 a box. I remember selling uh, candy as a kid, and I think it was a dollar, a chocolate bar, 50 cents. And I got, like I got that, myself yeah. a week and a half at Camp Miller, uh, based on selling candy bars, and my parents gladly paid for the other half week to get me gone for two weeks. Did you go to Camp Miller too? I went I to Camp it. Miller too. Yeah. yeah. Were you? Did, did you? Did you stay in one of the dorms they had then? I stayed in the Sioux Lodge. I probably yeah. They were some pretty bad, <laughs> bad ones. I think they're improving <laughs> them. But you know, we always look back and we say, oh, those those bunk beds and everything were terrible. But they were pretty nice, weren't they? They were. It was a lot of fun. And at there. the end a lot of the of fun. and at the end of the day, when you got in, uh, even though you know kids tend to chatter at everything, that that chatter ended pretty quick because most people were so tired from the swimming and all. We just passed oh, out. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. Good times. But call the Dahlberg yep. office two one eight seven two two five eight zero nine two one eight seven two two five eight zero nine. All right. You thank you care, much, Brad. Michelle. Make them buy you something nice for lunch. Okay, I will. You have a great day. Okay. All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back shortly. KDAL time is 1230. And looking at the uh, some of the temperatures around here, Brad, real quickly, we'll go to Canal Park, Army Corps of Engineers, 48 degrees. Winds are out of the northwest, oh, man. 45 in Superior. Are we going to make 50 today? It's not in the forecast. Upper 40s is in the forecast here for the Twin Ports. But, hey, you never know. Stay tuned. If the winds can stay uh, relatively light and the sun keeps shining, you never know. And uh, I just wanted to check up on the Iron Range, uh, see what uh, Virginia Eveleth is doing. 41 degrees right now, so very mild. We're going to see some cold temperatures uh, tonight and tomorrow, but let's enjoy today. Well, listen, I want to get to Alan Kerr. We got him on the phone uh, before we go to our CBS News. Now, uh, Alan is, if, if you remember right, is very involved in keeping abreast of what's going on down at the legislature, especially when it comes to our Second Amendment rights. 
And uh, Alan got a nice uh, email from you today. Can you first of all explain what SAFE is? Uh, you're a member of SAFE. Maybe uh, our listeners would like to know what that is and maybe how they could join as well. Okay. Well, first, let me say I too am an alumni of uh, Camp Miller. <laughs> so, are you really? <laughs> oh yeah, I've been there. I think three times it was as a kid. It was great. That it was, was great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Was, did you? I got to ask you a quick question. Then, did you ever go out dinosaur egg hunting? Oh yeah, we did that, and oh, we, yeah. <laughs> we did snipe hunting. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the mythical. <laughs> oh, it was a great funny. time. Yeah, it was. It was a very good time. Um, so, what was the question? It was about. Uh, was it about Safe. firearm legislation? Is... Yeah. Um, yeah, things are, of course, starting to really move. People are making all sorts of uh, bills. You know, they're they're putting them in the hopper, so to speak. And uh, so, you know, you got to stay on top of it individually. People need to, uh, you know, you can sign up for uh, notifications for various things. So you just got to go to the state website and and track that down for yourselves. Um, actually, the reason I'm calling today was also we've got caucuses coming up on Tuesday. Uh, that's right. February, yeah, February 27th at 7 p.m. and usually run about two hours. And so, if you're a Minnesotan and you are an eligible voter and you generally agree with the Republican principles, in Duluth, our uh, caucus location is um, the Lincoln School, the new one up on the hill there. Right, uh, right above it, Wheeler Field. Right. Right. It includes all Duluth precincts except for Precinct 34. But all okay. other precincts in Duluth are meeting there. No. You know, this is a statewide thing. And uh, so you need to know your precinct. Um, so like if you live in Hermantown, Proctor, or wherever, um, call your clerk or the county auditor, and they should be able to tell you. You give them the address, and they'll tell you what precinct you're in. And, and um, I know it's a great Now, they suggest, they suggest showing up about a half an hour early to get registered, especially if you haven't registered or anything beforehand. Right, because the call to order starts at about 7, so you're going right. to want to be there maybe half an hour early. Make sure you know your precinct uh, number, and we'll have people there to, ha- to help people find out what precinct uh, they are living in. Uh, because we're going to have a mass start, but later on we're going to break into individual classrooms that will have their individual precincts. Um, this uh, this incident that happened down in Burnsville, where we lost a couple of wonderful police officers and an and an uh, EMT, that has really excited the anti-gang crowd down at the legislature, hasn't it? Really made them uh, bolden to try to come up with all kinds of new crazy things. Yeah, it's just sad because every tragedy that happens, they're they're immediately there crying for more gun control. And if they really just dug into the statistics of it they'll find out that gun control doesn't work anywhere it's ever been tried. Um, there's a book called uh, More Guns, Less Crime by John Lott, Jr. That's L-O-T-T, John Lott, Jr. And he, what it is is it's a compilation of studies. He took all the existing information that's out there and analyzed it, and it, he's published it in book form. Um, you know, gosh, it's probably a good couple hundred pages. But he goes into great sure. detail, and if you're a statistician, it would be right up your alley. But, uh, you know, so I, I'd encourage people to get a copy of that and, and read it, and um, you can't help but come away with the conclusion that we're actually much safer. Um, that's why um, concealed carry is such a good thing. Every state that's oh, ever yeah. adopted it has seen a reduction in violent crime. So 
Right. Uh, Alan, if you if 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 you don't mind, can we give out your phone number if people are interested in legislation and stuff and want to follow through on some of this with you? Yeah, if you want to connect uh, on a gun issue, that'd be that'd be good. Yep, go ahead. Yeah, you can you can give Alan a call at 218-628-2082. That's 628-2082. And uh, he, he's up to date on this stuff on a regular basis and will keep you aware of what's going on down in the legislature as well. We've got to uh, take our CBS News break. We're running a little late here, but thanks again for the info, and we'll be back shortly. KDAL time is 1239, 48 degrees in Canal Park, uh, Superior still 45. Now the winds are primarily out of the west or northwest, and that trend's going to continue uh, into the evening. And we're going to see some colder air come in tonight. Superior tonight uh, going to be, uh, there is a 20% chance of snow, albeit light snow tonight for Superior. And uh, temperatures are going to dip down into the teens, maybe 18 degrees and the winds could gust up to 20 miles an hour. That's tonight. Now, Friday, 30% chance of snow, mainly before 7 a.m. We're talking Superior, Wisconsin, Ooh. mostly cloudy through the morning and then some clearing. But temperatures are going to remain uh, cold, 21 degrees for the high tomorrow in Superior. The normal high this time of the year, 27. So, my goodness, we're talking about a day below normal. Imagine that. Incredible. Now I, I gotta mean, it's just it's been so nice. It's yeah, I gotta great. say a couple of things here, Brad. Number one, I too went to Camp Miller. Did you really? And I oh yeah, I remember selling the saltwater taffy or the thin mints oh, sure. through sure. Uh, the YMCA to raise money to go down there and I stayed Do you at remember the, which uh, what where did you stay? Which one of the Chippewa. I was in the Chippewa, Chippewa. Lodge. Yeah. And they uh, were I think at that time they were all named after Indian tribes. Sure. I stayed in the Sioux Lodge. Yeah. And did I'll you never... ever go out? Uh, did you go out looking for dinosaur eggs? Well, like Alan, I don't remember that. But I remember going snipe hunting. And then they told us the story around the campfire about hateful Hannah. So nobody would veer and, uh, you know, venture away from the uh, camp because hateful <laughs> Hannah might be out there. But uh, Oh, yeah. Was I, that your first exposure to shooting a twenty two rifle? I'm so glad you asked because I think it was, Brad. And you know what? I got a bullseye. And I kept <laughs> the target. And maybe my mom has it. I don't know. But uh, I brought it home with me, you know. And uh, I was so thrilled to be able to do that. And just a sense of a, uh, of accomplishment. And Oh, yeah. It really is something was... for a young man to be able to do something like that. Or young girls. But I think it was just boys. Back then. Uh, today is National Chili Day. It's also, Ooh. yeah, we had chili a couple of nights ago. My wife made chili. She makes the best. Margarita Day is today, so Ooh, have like a margarita. That, like that. And Brad, it's Supermarket Employee Day. And I would like to say to the uh, men and women, the boys and girls that work at the supermarkets that I go to, primarily the West Duluth Super One, thanks for all the help you do, all the work you do. And Supermarket Absolutely. Employee Day. The- Keeping the shelves stocked and all that good stuff. And, yep. boy, I remember back in the day we used to shop at National. National had a store in the Plaza and 6th Avenue East. They had one up on Central Entrance. I know there was one in West Duluth. We had Red Owl stores. We had Gershkels. Was it Yes, Gershkels. We shopped that a lot. Was the Red Owl, was that the one that was on Central and Grand? There used to be kind of like where they... Oh, there's an auto parts store yes. or something there now. I believe so, yeah. Brad. I believe so. I wasn't that familiar. I didn't get out to that part of the city uh, when I was 
back in those days, but I do remember 27th Avenue West and Superior Street. That building there on the northwest corner was, I, I always remembered it being a red owl. You could have been very well, very but, easily. Uh, boy, yeah. the national uh, national tea, and then they became, uh, well, what were they? They changed over the years. IGA, Jubilee, and now Super One is in some of those national locations. Well, you know, Kenny, Tom brought up the issue of uh, student debt relief, and Biden is at it again. You know, he had he had tried to pass a huge um, student relief thing. Uh, well, he campaigned on this, Brad. Yes, he did. But yes, didn't he did. the Supreme so I guess, Court rule? I guess some would say, well, he's just trying to do what he said he was going to do. Uh, but, Supreme what? Court ruled that you can't do it. <laughs> so he's doing it anyways. Oh, man. Yeah. God bless him. Boy, if that would have been Trump, well, he, though, it'd be the worst thing on earth. Well, here's the thing that people have to ask, too. How many billions of dollars are are, are we in debt, or is it trillions now? Are we... It's oh, like thirty-four yeah. billion, or trillion. thirty-four trillion, yeah, thirty-four or trillion, yeah. Okay. Well, what does so, this say, Brad, about future uh, student debt uh, uh, for people that are, you know, maybe in their uh, younger years that are, oh, even ten years out from going to school, and well, the yeah. debt they incur, or those Brad that uh, from years past that incurred debt and paid it off, do they get a rebate check? Well, see, that's that's what the Supreme this Court is silly had ruled. Stuff. It really is. Was the, the plan was criticized for attempting to evade Congress's power to control spending and debt, pri, uh, prioritizing elite college graduates over working class Americans who choose not to go to college, and for punishing those who paid off their loans or choosing fields of study more likely to lead to finding a good job. And but now he's at it again. He came out yesterday and said that he's going to re a transfer student debt from 153,000 borrowers, and he notified them. He's going to no- notify them evidently by mail. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. He was supposed to send out emails to every student of these 150,000 that had student loans, telling them very soon your federal student loan debt will be forgiven. And it was interesting because one of the stories I read this morning, one of the news sites, showed a couple of college-age girls with a big chain. And they were dragging this chain with a big ball behind it that had $1.2 billion on it. Like they were dragging the debt that they had acquired, and it was $1.2 billion. What about mortgage debt? Auto exactly. loan debt? When are we going to have that forgiven? What about inflation and the, you know, the cost of, uh, well, today's a supermarket employee day, uh, the cost yeah. of, uh, for, to go to the grocery Groceries. store? Well, here's the question. Why is Biden doing this? Oh, Brad, we know why. He's <laughs> yeah. buying paper ballots. Exactly. This is an election year. His His... His ratings are in the tank, and he's got to find a way to catch some interest, especially with younger voters who tend not to be too interested in some of the things he's pushing. So here we go again with another group. Now, this one may end up in Supreme Court again. Um, 
because the last one did in the Supreme Court ruled it was just out of order. Now he's trying to make it be a little more. Uh, the letter that he sent out, or the email, I should say, is very politically uh, addressed. It says, it says something like, congratulations, all or part of your federal student loan will be forgiven because you qualify for early loan forgiveness under my administration's save plan. See, if you're a college kid and you've got a lot of debt and you get an email like that, aren't you more likely to vote for the guy that said, my save plan is going to reduce your debt? This is a tactic. I mean, this is, is a scheme. It is it is all the above, Brad. It's a trick. It's a it's a it's socialism. It it's a buyout is what it is. It's I'm going to give you something monetarily if you'll vote for me. I mean, that's really hey, what it is. It's 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 a bribe. Give me Let's some mortgage like relief. Come on, Prez, give me some mortgage <laughs> relief. I still won't vote for you though. There Sorry. you go. Mortgage rates are up anyway. again, Brad. Uh, the 30-year fixed is up 6.9. Well, it's up yeah. to 6.9. So mortgage rates continue to go up. Thank you, President Biden. Where's that I relief? When I, bought, I thought when I bought my home a couple of years ago, this one, that 4% was a lot because I had paid less than that before. But 4 is a good deal today. Yeah. It's going up all the time. President Biden, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's a, a schemer. and He a, is. You know, yeah, he's he's got he's got people behind the curtain that are giving him things to try to get him to be on fact or on uh, a way to get get people interested in him. But it just it's not working out very well. Anyway, we got to go to our Minnesota news break, and then we'll come back and wrap up our number two. Craig Sutherland from Sutherland CBD, uh, the premier supplier of CBD and hemp products in the Twin Ports. Craig, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, and I got to tell you, and we'll talk about a variety of things. But I got the uh, information here: unleash the power of Sutherland CBD's family recipe. You want to talk about that? Is that in regards to the the topical or the salve? It is. It is. Yeah. So we're, we sell a lot of these. They're four ounce blue pucks, They're made with organic jojoba oil, beeswax, shea butter. And we add uh, CBD to it, anywhere from 1,000 milligrams of CBD to 10,000 milligrams. These are scent-free, so the guys like it. You can put this on your face as well. And um, although we, it's not FDA-approved by any means, there are testimonials from our customers that says it helps them with psoriasis, eczema, um, sunburn, uh, inflammation, arthritis, etc. We go through these things like crazy. Um, our number one seller, I would say, is our 5,000 milligram. But we've lowered our prices 33% in the last six months because we're buying in bulk. Um, we're getting 55-gallon drums of ingredients rather than pints and quarts and gallons. So prices go down for us. It goes down for the consumer. That being said, it's our family recipe. My dad created this. <laughs> Even though he's snowbird, and before he left, he made about 1,000 jars of each to keep us uh full before we ran out we we, we were afraid to fly him up to make some more he won't even share the recipe with us he keeps it proprietary so that's our product that's our family recipe and we're proud of it and it's organic yeah don't panic it's organic we use organic jojoba oil um all of our products we bet for you know the best clarity on it uh potency we third party test it it's it's fun it's it's a fun product uh, i use it I actually go to a massage therapist, and I have um, I bring this with me, and they give me a top uh, one of our salve rubdowns. 
Well, of course, uh, we've got the can of chill products, and we've got the, uh, the my favorite at least, the Fuji Apple. And I know you've got a new flavor coming out pretty soon. Yeah, we got a new flavor coming out, raspberry. Um, I, I like saying raspberry. I just found out there's a P in raspberry, and that's kind of funny. But um, that's coming out about uh, mid-March, uh, depending on you know what ingredients come in in cans. That's got wedding crashing terpenes, so a little bit uplift. Uh, it's going to be perfect for the springtime. Uh, it's going to be a hit. It's got a little bit of cane sugar in there for sweetness, 10 milligrams. Um, and these are going to be hitting distribution here within the next month, month and a half. We're excited about it, and, and it's going to be a very good skew. And real quickly, and I know you're still doing uh, buy two, get one free. Yeah, we had to bring that back. We got our butts kicked and we took it away. Uh, we're buy two, get one free. So essentially, you buy three, two items, it's a 33% off on your third, all three of them, you know, so it's a good deal. When you go to the website, make sure you add three items to the cart. People add two items. We still send them a third one for free, but they end up commenting, can I get my third one for free, blah, blah, blah. If you just add three discounts, one automatically, and it's self-explanatory and saves us both a couple minutes of communication. And real quickly, let's talk about the Northern Lights, these gummies, these edibles that you have that will help people sleep at night. Yeah, we started saying stop counting sheep, start eating edibles. These, uh, these are my favorite for sleep. I took a, um, I cut, they have a nice score in them, so you can cut them in half. Um, I would recommend that. Um, we have these CBN is a melatonin on steroids, in my point of view. Um, 10 milligrams of that, we add a couple milligrams of THC just for a nice sedation vibe to it. But these are amazing. We have a mixed berry, um, lemon, honey, and uh, lavender with a little bit of blueberry in it. These are amazing. Once these, We're starting to sell them a lot online. Once these catch the algorithms, they're going to fly pretty quick. Awesome. A family-owned company, too. Uh, Craig Sutherland, uh, you've got two locations, Superior and Lakeside in Duluth. Yep, 4431 East Superior Street there in Lakeside, and uh, 1420, or I call it 1420 Belknap here in Superior. We sell all these products at our bait store at 5701 Tower Ave. And they can shop online 24-7 at SutherlandCBD.com. Absolutely. Awesome. We'll talk to you next week. All right, there he goes, Craig Sutherland. Again, a family-owned company, Superior, Wisconsin, SutherlandCBD.com. Check them out. Brad, we're going to wrap up the final minute of the second hour. We certainly are. When we come back, we've got a lot to get into. I'm going to uh, give you a, uh, a little breakdown on this latest case with Donald Trump where he was fined more money than you or I will ever see in our lifetime. It, it just is bizarre. But his attorney has come out now, and she really breaks it down pretty simple. So we'll get into that when we come back. I do want to say, though, on this college forgiveness thing, do you know that half of college graduates don't even work in jobs that they have their degree for Well, within 10 years? And that's the thing, Brad. This money that's being forgiven, what did they spend it on? Partying? Exactly. Partying, bought maybe bought a car. Had uh, beer runs when they were... I mean, come on. Who knows? But, uh, you know, to say we're just going to forgive it, and then they they don't end up working in the fields anyway that they're chosen, that their degrees were. So we'll get a lot more when we come back with our number three. 